podcast, where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to talk about the six sixes. Now, I think I've talked about this in the previous six years since the advent of this podcast, but I thought it would be good to do a refresher on it. So the six sixes is a criteria that is not uniform, that is not universal, that women use to kind of judge or gauge the attractiveness of a prospective man. So there's six of them and all of them have the number six in it. Now, the six sixes are something that can be maligned in the male world, mostly by men who don't have these things. And I think the better perspective on the six sixes is A, Realize that not all women use this as a criteria. I think deep down that many women would love if all their men had these six things. Two, don't get mad at it. Just understand how women love because women do love differently than men do. Women love opportunistically. Men love romantically. This is a separate topic for a separate time. You can look at Robert Burfoe's work of the late 19th century, early 20th century kind of corroborate that but certainly there's a lot of expressions out there that that hold true and exist for a reason like no money no honey right so understand the six sixes don't get mad at it just like you shouldn't get mad at hypergamy or women shouldn't get mad at the fact that men are attracted to women that are attractive right or visual creatures don't get mad at it you can't change men just accept the way they are now, before I enumerate the six sixes, please, a couple of things you can do. Please rate and review The Awakened Man if you haven't done so already. And please go peruse, check out The Cinema Rag, my movie and celebrity gossip podcast. Probably has about 75 episodes by the time you go over there. Please rate and review that because it really helps with the algorithm. If you have an Apple product, you can rate and review it. You can type stuff in or you can just rate it. Please give five stars. And over at Spotify, you can just rate it. Spotify still behind. Now, what are the six sixes? Minimum six feet tall. Minimum six-figure income, so 100,000 or more. 600 horsepower car. Six-pack abs. Six-inch minimum erect schlongy schlong. And six months minimum out of the last relationship. So I'll repeat this. Six feet tall minimum. Six-figure income, 600-horsepower sports car, six-pack abs, six-inch erect phallus, and six months since the end of the last relationship. Now, I think there are some universal truths as to, as to what women do find attractive or ideal attractiveness in the six-sixes, but a couple of these I think are complete nonsense. Like six months minimum out of a relationship, yeah, women don't care. Look, if 
I'm trying to think of like somebody who is currently single. We talk about like Brad Pitt. Okay, Brad Pitt is kind of an outdated notion. I, I should come up with somebody who's younger. Sean Mendes for you younger people. If, if a woman can get Brad Pitt, they wouldn't care if Brad Pitt is not been out of a relationship uh, more than six months. It's not like, you know what, Brad Pitt, you're interested in me, but you know what? You're not fully re- rebounded from your previous relationship because it's been five months and two weeks. No, this is nonsense. Women, if they perceive a guy to be very attractive, high sexual market value, they will hit on that guy. If he's still with the woman, much less one week, two weeks after the breakup, they're going to go in because they want to get that guy before another woman does or before he finds uh, another woman attractive. So the, the six months since the last relationship is nonsense. The theory behind it is you don't want to go with a man if if it if it's from a fresh breakup because she he could still be discombobulated, he could still have feelings for the previous woman or whatnot. But that one's complete nonsense. Now the other ones have a verity of truth, I think. So in no particular order, the six inch phallus erect. Now the average schlongy schlong is five point five inches. Now if men watch a lot of porn, they think it's bigger because with those stars, so to speak, the average is actually eight inches. So it's it's bad for a lot of reasons, I think, why men watch porn. But one of them is they get this, this unrealistic expectation of women, that all women should be doing what the porn stars are doing, but also of the men. Like these men last 20 minutes and they have a six-inch schlongy schlong. So I think with the this, the, the six-inch schlongy schlong, look, I think it's more of the, it's not the size of the stick, but the magic of the wand, so to speak. And I think it's more about just competence in giving when you're in bed more than the actual size. Now, does size matter? I think what most women would be demure when you ask them that because they don't want to come off badly. But I think it's like with, with men. You know, do, do, is, is the length of hair matter? I think most men would say yes. They, they like long hair as opposed to a Mia Farrow man cut. So I think there's a certain element of truth to it, but it's not that important. Do women want you to have a one that works ideally yes and you know, there is a medical condition called micropenis which is is when the the shlongi shlong is only two inches when erect so they probably don't want that no offense to any of those those men those rare men who have it but i think that one's not important i think for you men you don't need to go get your tape measure and see if you're around six inches that's not necessarily important i think it's more important to just know what you're doing at the minimum, be adequate, but most importantly, just be giving, be giving. Eddie Murphy talked about all the time how, you know, you can cheat on your wife all the time or you cheat on your woman if you're good in bed because she, she knows you know how to push her buttons. Now, the other four, I think there's an element of truth. If you look at six-pack abs, so the six sixes, I think men should pursue these other three or four, not to get women, though that can be kind of an ancillary benefit, but because it's good for you. So I think you should pursue the six sixes because it's good for you. So when it comes to six pack abs, I don't think it's not like most women will turn down a millionaire if he doesn't have six pack abs. It's just, it shows that you're in shape. And so I think you should try to get six pack abs. Now look, we've talked about a lot of health episodes here in the years prior that you could do a zillion crunches and you're not gonna get six pack abs. You gotta melt the fat that's in your abdomen. That's more important. But even if you don't have six-pack abs, look, I'm not saying this because I have confirmation bias because I don't have six-pack abs, but it's just more about being fit. Do you have a good resting heartbeat? 
Can you lift some stuff? And these are important because we want to have quality of life. We want to have a long life. We want to be a beyond the average life expectancy. And more importantly, have a good quality of life in the life expectancy. We don't want to be stuck in a nursing home at 67 after a massive stroke because you were eating trans fats and smoking and drinking booze. So when it comes to the six sixes, it's it's more of that's a hyperbole than anything else. But yeah, we should try to ideally have good physical fitness because it's good for us. And if it allows you to get a woman, that's great. Are there beautiful women with out of shape men? Of course, you see them all the time in the news and in the street of your town. Because men, we are visual creatures predominantly. That's the first thing we're gonna look at. This is why men get in trouble by by chasing after the hot mess because yeah she's an alcoholic yeah she throws things yeah she's got massive debt yeah you know all these red flags but she's hot and that's how look if you're a woman listening to this understand that's how men think call it shallow all you want but you just better to understand how men think men's first thing is visual women like a good looking dude but they're able because of their wiring to forsake looks for other qualities so what else? Six feet height. Now look, women like tall men. This is not revelatory at all. Why do they like tall men? Well, because if they have children from the guy, more likely they'll be tall. And also they just feel more protected. There's like a security there uh, from a taller man than they would from a shorter man. And they like to look, you know, metaphorically and literally look up to the man. Now, if you are not six feet, you're 5'10", 5'11", or Kevin Hart size, don't be depressed because, again, Kevin Hart has beautiful women. Tom Cruise has been with gorgeous women in his past. He's short. And there's other men who are short. So height is not something that is a deal breaker, so to speak. See, guys with a loser mindset will hear... Sorry, that's the housekeeper cleaning... Men will hear that, oh, or, you know, they'll have this kind of defeatist mentality. Oh, I'm 5'9", therefore I can't get any women. You think a woman's going to pass, pass over Elon Musk because he's not six feet? No. So again, this is an ideal criteria, an ideal criteria. So yes, women like taller men. Can you overcome tall shortness? Yes. If you have confidence, if you walk around with a chip on your shoulder like Napoleon, well, that's unattractive. Women are crazily attracted to masculine men and more importantly, connected to masculinity. It's confidence. Confidence. So yes, you can overcome that for sure. Is it great if you're six feet or taller? Yes. I'm not going to lie to you. Yes. And then the other two, six-figure income and 600-horsepower car. Now, the horsepower car is not really that important. It's not like if you are a billionaire but drive around really nice EV cars, she'll be like, yeah, sorry, I'm out because you don't have a sports car. It's not like that. The sports car demonstrates a couple things. One, obviously, that you have the money to get a 600 horsepower sports car, which is an expensive one. The other one is that it demonstrates that you have some edge, that you have a little adventure to you, a little risk to you, and they're attracted to that, right? They're attracted to that. But that is like the same one with the six-month relationship is one that really is not applicable. Six-figure income, yes, right? No money, no honey. This taps into a woman's need for provisioning and security. They are the weaker sex in terms of size. And if you look, evolutionally speaking, the Paleolithic wiring of women is they were more exposed to marauders, more exposed to predators, and therefore it helped if they were the man that had 
more assets. So you can either talk about a bigger cave or back later on a bigger house, a bigger castle, whatever it is. So look, yes, women like men who make more money. Absolutely. You can see program rom-coms like Indecent Proposal, the old movie from the 90s where Robert Redford offers Demi Moore and Woody Harrelson who are married but broke a million dollars if he could sleep with Demi Moore for a night and they take up the offer and then later on she dumps uh, her husband for the richer guy but of course it's a movie so she has to come back to Woody Harrelson at the end but that movie speaks a lot of truth if if there's two cloned men and they're identical in every way but one makes a lot of money she's going to pick the guy with a lot of money why provisioning and security the need for provisioning and security and if you doubt this go tell your wife that you're going to sell everything you have and go live on the streets for a month and see how she handles that there's a great documentary, The Science of Sex Appeal, that came out on Discovery probably about 15 years ago. And they do a lot of these, they talk about all these, these kind of studies on sexual attraction. And one of them is they show a picture of three men to random women. One guy's not good looking, one's average, one is very attractive. And handsomeness or beauty is based on facial symmetry, if you didn't know that. So the women give a number to these guys. So the ugly guy, they say she's a two, he's a two out of ten. The average guy is a five out of ten. The really good looking guy is an eight out of ten. Then they show that, those same pictures of those three men to other women, but give each of the guys a salary. So what they do is they give the good-looking guy a salary of 20000 a year, and he's a bouncer. The average guy is an accountant who makes like 120, and the ugly guy is a record producer who makes 600000 Then they ask the girls to give him a number 1 to 10. Not surprisingly, the handsome bouncer got a 3 the record producer's ugly got a 7.5 and the accountant got a 5. Again, men, don't get mad at this. This is just understanding female nature. Are there women, of course, that are with men that make less than that? Yes. You can find married cops and firefighters and teachers or whatnot. Yes. But in the ideal world, Women want to be with men with money, ideally, if they have that option. doesn't mean they're going to divorce you if you don't. But I think for you younger men, I think it's helpful to understand these principles of the six sixes because you can cater and morph your life to fit this, to fit this, right? So pick a degree that's going to give you a skill that's going to make you make money. Or you don't have to go to college. You can just open, be, be, be skilled in HVAC or plumbing or electrical stuff or whatever and start your own business. A lot of those guys make more money than college educated people. But either way, make good decisions, pick a field that is rewarding and makes money and that's going to help you get women later on. Stay in shape because that's good for you. And going back to the, the money, look, you can be successful on your own, let's say not get married and not have a lot of money, but money does, let's say you're a bachelor guy, money does bring you security. Money does allow you to buy life insurance, for example, or instead of renting your home, owning it. So we don't want to have this kind of, oh, I don't, I don't need money, I can live. Look, to a certain extent, money absolutely does not buy you happiness. St. Paul talks about in 1 Timothy, love of money is the root of all evil. Jesus talks about all the time, all the corruption that wealth can happen when you have too much of it. So money doesn't buy you happiness. Look at all the rich, dysfunctional celebrity athletes and actors are all addicts. Right? So we know it doesn't buy you happiness, but money, and if you have a good relationship with it, a healthy, moderate, abstemious relationship with it, does help your life. Okay, let's be real. 
So yes, you should try to make money either through your main job or side gigs or a combination of, of all of them, passive income, compound interest, whatever it is, because it benefits you. So out of these six sixes, the two most important ones are really gonna be physical health, the six-pack abs, and the six-figure income, because these two things will help you, the man, in the long run. So you should pursue the six-sixes because tangentially and concomitantly, you will benefit by having these things. So don't look at them as shallow. Look at them as kind of like a guidepost as to, A, how you should maybe try to live your life. I would, of course, tell you, you know, work on your personality, work on your confidence, your masculinity, work on your religious piety. I think religion is, is, is good for men and other things that we don't have time to talk about here. But I would definitely tell you that if you're, especially if you want to get married and you're young, look at the six sixes as kind of a guidepost to help you along the way. And please don't be misogynistic. Don't hate women because you're broken out of shape and they, they reject you. It's not their fault. It's their wiring and we shouldn't hate women at all. And just like women shouldn't hate men. It's a wasted emotion. Hatred, envy, jealousy. These are poisons we concoct that only we drink and they're a complete waste of energy. So don't hate anybody. Certainly don't hate the opposite sex. Guys, I would really appreciate it if you would rate and review The Awakened Man. It helps with the algorithm. Also, there's two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal to make a donation if you'd like to make a donation. And the other one is a link to the website, which has all the episodes of all the four feeds that I do, including this one, The Cinema Rad, Confessions of an Obi Shot and Female Holistic Health Apothecary. And you can find all of these on Apple and Spotify. Until next time, take care. God bless you. Thank you for listening to The Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needum. Until next time.